Hello, everyone. Welcome to Conversations with the Co-op. I'm your host, Crypto Texan, uh, and we have with us here today uh, Simone Rigolone, who is the founder of Impermax. Uh, Simone, how are you doing today? Can you hear me all right? I'm very good, thanks, and thank you very much uh, for the introduction. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here today. All right, great. Well, yeah, we're excited too. So I guess to start off, can you give us just some background on yourself and how you got into crypto and, and DeFi? Sure, sure. So uh, I'm Simone. I'm from Italy. I'm 23 years old. And uh, I got into crypto four years ago. Actually, uh, I've been studying computer and programming uh, since I was around 12 years old. And uh, as soon as I discovered the concept of blockchain and cryptocurrency, I immediately felt in love with it. And uh, I, I'm really a blockchain enthusiast and I love, and I love uh, the concept of uh, the decentralization and ownership that uh, the blockchain gives to the users. I got uh, into DeFi around uh, two years ago. And uh, I started uh, experimenting with the code, uh, um, building some application uh, with Solidity. And I was already uh, a web developer when I got into crypto. So it was quite easy to get started with development. And uh, yeah, here I am. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. So uh, now that we have some background on you and the fact that you've been programming since you were 12, which is incredible. Um, can you share a little bit about uh, Impermax for the audience? You know, what is Impermax Finance? Yeah, sure. On a very low level, Impermax is a lending protocol that allows to use LP token as collateral. So lending protocols, so you can think about something very similar uh, to Aave or Compound, but uh, Impermax is uh, designed in order to work in the best way and offer the best efficiency with LP tokens. So uh, on a higher level for user, Impermax allows to leverage LP token and uh, to provide uh, liquidity to automated market makers without exposure to impermanent loss. And these are just some example of the features that the Impermax software to its users. Okay, so you mentioned uh, no exposure to impermanent loss. How is that achieved uh, through Impermax? Sure, so in order to explain that, we have uh, uh, to take a step backward. Okay. Basically, so Impermax is a landing protocol and uh, user, uh, LP token owner, owners, can deposit the LP token as collateral on Impermax in order to borrow capital that they can then use to provide more liquidity to automated market makers. We call this LP token leverage because basically you take you take your LP position and you multiply your exposure to the to the LP token. 
and so you are able to earn more from trading fees. We also have uh, the lending side, and we call this indirect liquidity providing. So lenders basically can supply their token uh, on Impermax, and uh, they receive uh, uh, an interest on them. And this is very similar to also what uh, other lending protocols offer. And the nice thing uh, about uh, lending in this way is that uh, you are able to provide liquidity indirectly to the automated market market maker, so you can earn a percentage of the trading fees with no exposure to impermanent loss. Okay, so would you say that this gives users an opportunity to provide an individual token to an AMM as opposed to providing a pair? Yes, yes, exactly. Because uh, indirect liquidity providing also means that you don't need to provide uh, both tokens. You can land just a single token. Okay, okay. So when, let's say we're using DeFi Pulse Index, uh, I provide DPI, I supply that to the protocol. Uh, borrowers of the token that I've supplied, they're using that to go into automated, automated market makers, correct? Yes, exactly. Okay, so what prompted you to, to found Impermax? Uh, I mean, what, what, are, what need in the market are you trying to solve with Impermax Finance? So uh, I started working on Impermax around uh, one year ago, and uh, the main problem that uh, I've seen with automated market makers is that they are very new and they are very inefficient. So there are a lot of things that we can do still today in order to make uh, uh, automated market makers a lot more efficient uh, with the liquidity they have. And uh, for instance, uh, this year, a big release was uh, Uniswap V3 that uh, really was built uh, around this concept of capital efficiency. But uh, the reality is that there are, there are still a lot of things uh, that could be done in order to make uh, liquidity providing a lot more efficient. And, and so Impermax uh, has born for this reason, basically in order to, to give uh, liquidity providers uh, more instrument. We give the opportunity to use the LP token as collateral or to leverage uh, the liquidity providing position or to in, provide liquidity indirectly uh, to the automated market makers. But uh, these are just uh, some of the things uh, that, that we are working on, basically. Okay, so let, let's go to the, the LP tokens. So if I if I take my DPI ETH LP token and I stake it in the protocol, I have a, a few options. I can borrow DPI against it, I can borrow ETH against it, or I can borrow the pairing and increase my leverage position uh, in the automated market maker. Is that correct? Yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, the leverage uh, basically is increased by borrowing bo both ETH and DPI and providing them uh, to the automated market maker in, in order to obtain more LP token that you, that you can then use as collateral. Okay, so Impermax, so when I do borrow uh, DPI ETH 
uh, to leverage my LP token position, assuming I'm using Uniswap V2, um, is Impermax taking those borrowed tokens and putting them into the liquidity pool on Uniswap? Yes, basically, um, Impermax is doing that for you in the background. And what happens is uh, uh, that you end up owning more LP tokens and uh, so you earn more trading fees, basically. Okay. And so when you are leveraging the LP token, there is still risk of liquidation, but it's through a range. So for example, I could leverage my LP to my DPI ETH LP token at about four times leverage, and then I would I could get liquidated if the DPI ETH ratio went below, let's say 0 0.05, or it went above uh, 0.3. Why is there a range uh, for liquidation of of the pairing going below or above that number? Yes, there is a very specific reason for that, and it is that LP token leverage is very different from leverage intended as trading leverage. So basically, with LP token leverage, you're not directly exposed to the market movement because your debt is basically covered by your LP tokens, but uh, you are still exposed to impermanent loss. And uh, uh, as you know, impermanent loss, uh, you lose money when the price uh, uh, go up, but also when the price go down. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is why there is a range. Basically, when you use leverage, the impermanent loss on your LP token is even more so if uh, the price go up by a certain amount or goes down by a certain amount, you get liquidated because of impermanent loss. Okay, that that makes sense. So you're currently using, you allow users to stake Uniswap V2 tokens. Uh, th that's all that I'm aware of. What other protocols are you are you using uh, with Impermax? Yeah, currently we. The, the only other protocol that we support is QuickSwap, uh, which is a fork of Uniswap V2. And uh, actually, we are working uh, towards supporting a lot more of the Uniswap V2 fork. And actually, there are a lot. For instance, there is PancakeSwap or SushiSwap or a bunch of other AMMs that we are looking for supporting in the short term. Okay, interesting. So, yeah, you mentioned PancakeSwap there. So, is, does that mean, I mean, obviously that means that there's plans to go uh, cross-chain. So, what what are the plans to deploy on other uh, L1s like Binance Smart Chain? Uh, are there any plans for Polkadot when that starts or, or Avalanche also? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Impermax wants to be a cross-chain project. And uh, we have recently, uh, launched on Polygon. Polygon, uh, we could say it is uh, a side chain to Ethereum, but uh, it's not very different uh, to launch on Polygon or, or launch on Binance Smart Chain from a technical point of view. So la launching, uh, uh, supporting PancakeSwap will be very similar uh, to what we're doing now with QuickSwap. 
Yeah, that, that's kind of been my view on Polygon is that it, it really just feels like a separate L1 that's similar to Polkadot, but it's just on top of uh, Ethereum or a, a sidechain, uh, as you said. Yeah, it seems to be a sort of uh, hybrid. It uh, takes uh, from security from Ethereum, but uh, is also not exactly a layer two. So it's a sort of hybrid. So uh, I'm guessing your strategy is you just, you're going to use the, or you're going to try to onboard the Uniswap forks first because the code is so similar to what you're doing with V2 anyway? Yeah, exactly. That's basically, uh, while we are working on uh, new features, for example, we are working on Uniswap V3, but uh, at the same time, we are uh, supporting these new AMMs because basically uh, it's very easy to onboard them. Okay. Um, so back to Uniswap, are there any plans to utilize the Uniswap V3 LP NFT tokens? Yes, yes, for sure. And uh, that's like uh, the most complicated things that we are working on right now, because uh, the, the fact about Uniswap V3 is that it is a completely brand new AMMs. Uh, with new features, but also new concept about uh, LP NFT. And uh, we are researching way to use LP NFT as collateral. And, um, and we are basically building uh, our new protocol uh, from zero. And uh, so supporting uh, Uniswap V3 will take uh, a bit more time than doing everything else, but uh, we're cert certainly working for yeah, what, do you, what would you say is one of the more complicated challenges uh, using the V3 with Uniswap? So, I wouldn't say there is uh, uh, particular challenges. Maybe uh, the biggest challenge is researching a new collateralization model for LP NFT. But uh, apart from this, the uh, the biggest challenge is make uh, everything uh, safe and secure, and this is what uh, will take uh, the most time. So the process of uh, testing, doing bug bounties, uh, auditing the codes, uh, this is what will take more time. Okay, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. So with concentrated liquidity on Uniswap V3, and then the ability to leverage LP tokens, which I feel like it is important. Uh, it's a nice market fit. Uh, how do you see, just looking into the future, how do you see the concept of liquidity provision evolving uh, for the average DeFi user just, let's just say, five years out? So what I see is basically uh, that liquidity providing will become a lot more efficient, but also a lot more complicated for uh, for the users and we we are already seeing this trend uh, for example with uniswap v3 and uh, uniswap v3 is certainly a more a lot more efficient than uniswap v2 but it also gives a lot more option um, to the liquidity providers and uh, so it is uh, harder uh, and more complicated to use it for the end users what I think is that basically um, there will be more bots in a few years from, uh, from now. There will be more strategies. There will be a lot more knowledge about uh, liquidity providing. 
and uh, so it uh, will be also harder for the end users uh, for the average defi users to be to be profitable because uh, yeah there will be a lot of uh, liquidity provider that uh, will do that uh, as a job full time so they will have bots they will have uh, research they will have uh, resource and um, what I think is basically uh, the, there will be more uh, services like uh, Impermax uh, that uh, will allow uh, the, the, the average DeFi users to indirectly provide the liquidity and uh, earn a safe return on their investment uh, without all the complexity that the liquidity providing will be. So I think this is the main thing that I find interesting about indirect liquidity providing is that is basically it is very simple. There are no major risk of impermanent loss. And so it will be perfect for the average DeFi users that just want a set and forget experience. Okay, so you feel like over the long term, with new protocols coming on that can manage these liquid or liquidity provision strategies for you, that it'll be basically easier for the average DeFi user, is what you're feeling. It will be easier to. Uh, no, it's not exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that uh, it will be easier easier for users to just land their uh, their tokens to other liquidity providers who will then. Uh, implement more complex strategies in order to pro in order to provide liquidity in an efficient way. Okay, okay, I, I misunderstood you. So yeah, basically, what your what your protocol does, where I could I could lend ten DPI, and a, a liquidity provider will take that, and that that alleviates my risk of uh, impermanent loss as a supplier. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, so if, if I leverage my LP position. Uh, how is interest paid to the lenders on that? When you leverage, you basically um, uh, have adapt on on the platform, and uh, so your uh, your loan will accrue interest, and your debt will grow with time, and uh, th that's the way uh, basically that the interest is paid. Okay. Yeah, and, and currently on Impermax, uh, you're incentivizing borrowing on the protocol and, and uh, providing uh, IMX rewards. What was the strategy behind incentivizing borrowing as opposed to just uh, incentivizing supplying? Yeah, basically the concept is that we use an, an innovative interest rate model that adjust itself based on the supply and demand. So basically, when there is a lot of demand by borrowers, the, the interest rates in the protocol increases in an automatic way. And the, the, the thing is that since there is a lot of demand for borrowing because we are incentivizing it, um, the interest rate uh, for lenders will go up and so uh, at the end 
all, all the incentives balance themselves out because uh, thanks to, to the farming program, lenders will earn higher uh, interest rates. So at the end, we are indirectly incentivizing also lending. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Um, on the subject of the, the IMX token, you, you launched the token in late April, uh, I believe. And I mean, it, it was in the middle of the bull market and the price shot up to $2. And now it's, it, it's you know, w with everything else, uh, it's down to about 13 cents, I think, when I last saw. Just kind of curious, w what was it like launching a token and, and a protocol in the middle of the bull market? Um, was that uh, pretty crazy or was this by design? Um, so, yeah, it was pretty crazy, but no, it wasn't by design. It was uh, actually uh, a, a casualty. And uh, if I have to be honest, uh, it has also been uh, quite unfortunate because uh, basically the market uh, started tanking about uh, one week after uh, we launched uh, the token. And uh, this isn't an ideal scenario for a new protocol that, that is trying uh, um, to obtain more users and more exposure to the market. So, so I think uh, uh, the, the price uh, of the tokens uh, tanked a lot also for this reason, because we launched uh, just near the end of the bull market. But uh, at the end of the day, it's not a major issue because uh, we are more focused on, on the long term and uh, we don't care too much about the movement uh, of the price of the token in the very short term. So I'm still very confident about the future of the project. Yeah, I feel like you see that a lot with people who have been in this space for a while. It's, you know, the bull markets are, are fun and it's fun to see a lot of price action, but when the price goes down, I think most people uh, that are still here, uh, they care, but they understand, right? The bear market is the time to kind of put your head back down and, and get back to working. Um, but, you know, you, talk, you talked about the future of the protocol, and, and since we're on that topic, uh, what's coming up uh, for Impermax, or what's coming up on the roadmap that you're excited about? Are any new features outside of, you know, Uniswap uh, v3? So, if we want to talk about the very short term, we have just announced yesterday that we've started the token buybacks and we will begin also the staking program for IMX this month. And so I'm very excited about that because, yeah, I mean, and I, as I just said, I don't care too much about the token price in the short term, but uh, this, uh, uh, this taking program will really help the protocol grow because uh, it will create more utilities for the price, if, uh, sorry, for, for the token. And uh, if the price goes up, basically we can give uh, more uh, farming rewards to our users and uh, this will make it much easier for us uh, to increase our user base. Okay, so it's more of a treasury management strategy, this uh, this buyback, this token buyback? 
Uh, yeah, we are buying back IMX, but also uh, the IMX that we are buying back, we will distribute them to current IMX holders uh, through a staking program. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have a time frame for that uh, staking program? We don't have uh, any official yet, but I would say it uh, sh should be ready this month. Yeah, that that's it, that's interesting because I feel like in the traditional uh, finance market, when you hear about a company uh, repurchasing their stock or doing a stock buyback, uh, sometimes it can be an indicator that the the company is bullish uh, on their own stock price, or they feel like the stock price is undervalued. So, typically, seems like a a, a pretty bullish indicator uh, for a protocol. Um, just kind of a side comment that I thought, but. In addition, uh, what other utility uh, does the IMX token provide? Is there uh, governance that the token holder can participate in? Yes, uh, governance will actually be the main utility, but uh, it is not ready yet. We are also planning on launching governance in, in the next few months. And uh, the reason why we haven't launched uh, uh, governance uh, with the token launch is that uh, since uh, I, IMX uh, is a very new protocol, right now we are still experimenting with, uh, with the protocol settings and uh, it's much more easier to make uh, uh, the, the, the protocol grow uh, without a governance in place, at least in this initial stage. But moving forward, all the keys, all the protocol permission will be handled over to governance. Okay. I want to go back and touch on the Treasury again, just because I'm a little curious. Is there is there any talk within Infermax about diversifying the Treasury outside of just the IMX token? I think you've seen a lot of DAOs and other protocols put ETH on their balance sheet, uh, or in their treasury, I, I would say. Uh, Index Co-op, we're, we're going to add axes to our, our balance sheet, and, and we, we're a little bit more diverse, too. Are there any treasury diversification plans that Impermax has? So, the nice thing about our, uh, our treasury is basically uh, the way the protocol generate profits is uh, that we charge uh, a percentage on the interest that borrowers pay on Impermax. So the profit is basically uh, generated in, in the tokens that the user use. So in all the tokens that uh, we support for lending uh, in our platform. So we basically our treasury is made up of stablecoin, Ethereum, uh, Uni, DPI, Compound, uh, basically all the tokens that we support. And then uh, through the buyback program, we uh, we buy IMX uh, with uh, with the profits that we have. But basically, on on a basic level, our treasury is made up by a lot of tokens. Okay, so you're you're pretty well diversified then. Um, and when you're doing these buybacks, are you purchasing them with Dai or, or USDC? Uh, we we are using directly the. Um, the tokens that we have uh, in the treasury, <laughs> and 
Yeah, for instance, it was very useful uh, to have stable coin in this period because uh, since the market went down uh, a lot last month, uh, our treasury uh, didn't suffer uh, too much because uh, we had a lot of stable coin in it. And uh, then in the now in the buyback program, we are using mainly stablecoin in order to buy back IMX from the market since uh, IMX uh, uh, went down a lot, uh, went uh, the, uh, against the US dollar. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. So that, that ended up putting you all in a pretty good position, having those stable coins on your balance sheet. That's, yeah, that's very interesting. So I'm just curious, what, being a new protocol, uh, how big is your team of developers or how big is your team just in general so yeah we are six person in total and uh, two develop two developer and uh, <clears throat> i think that uh, being a new protocol right now our team is of uh, the right size because uh, in the number that we are we, we can be very flexible we can communicate very fast and work on new features and improvement in a very flexible way. And I have to say that moving forward, we will certainly need to expand the team, especially the number of developers. But for the moment, it's going really well the way it is. Yeah, so what are some of your plans for the future? Well, it, well, let me go back. The reason I asked that uh, the question about uh, how big your team is is because you know prior to this, I did some research, and I was in the Impermax Discord, and I was on the Impermax uh, subreddit, and it looks like you are in there answering most of the questions. Um, my next question is, how do you have time to? Uh, do the work you do at Impermax and answer all of these questions in, in the Discord and in the subreddit? So yeah, the, the main reason I was answering a, a question in the Discord and in the subreddit is that uh, I usually don't do that because uh, we, we have a few community managers so they are able um, to answer most of uh, the questions of the user. But uh, when, whenever we launch a new product, for, for instance, we just launched uh, on protocol uh, last week. And uh, so there were a lot of uh, very complicated technical questions or maybe uh, feedback about the application that community managers weren't able to answer. And uh, so I basically went to the Discord and answered those questions uh, basically for everyone so that uh, in future there is already the answer out there and uh, our community manager can uh, post the answer themselves and everything will become a lot more efficient. Yeah, uh, so kind of on that same subject, what is your plan, uh, what's the plan of Inframax to drive adoption for both investors and users? Um, uh, what kind of marketing strategies are y'all putting in place so in the very short term, we are uh, working on the fundamentals of the protocol. So for instance, uh, on IMX staking uh, on, uh, on the farming program, understanding the best uh, strategies of the, the way uh, 
on which pairs to add uh, to the protocol in order to generate the most profit. And uh, once we have uh, these good bases, we will start spending more cash on actual marketing, so uh, sponsorizations and stuff like that. And uh, in the meanwhile, we also have uh, um, a percentage of the token that is allocated to the community, so we will create a more bounty program and stuff like that for our community. Okay, so so are are there any partnerships that are in the works right now, or or anything that you can speak to uh, at, at the moment? Nothing in particular that I can speak about uh, right now, but but yeah, there are, there are interesting things coming up. Well, I, I think that's pretty much all the questions that I have uh, for you, Simone. Uh, is there anything else that you specifically want to touch on related to your project? I, I would say no. I, I mean, the, your questions were quite... Uh, I mean, we, we've touched on a bit of, of everything. So I think uh, at this point, uh, I can answer questions if, if there is anything in particular that you want to know or, some, or yeah. somebody want to ask. Well, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll ask one more uh, question, and that's a: uh, are, are, Do you see any way that the Index uh, Co-op could partner with IMX, or or how do you see a relationship between the two? Yes, uh, I think for sure because uh, Index Co-op is currently given uh, as incentive to provide liquidity so uh, to some pairs. For instance, I am aware of uh, DPI ETH pair, and I think. There is also uh, another pair that you're uh, giving the incentives to. And yeah. uh, the way we could uh, uh, support Index Cop on Impermax uh, is to basically add, uh, for instance, the DPI ETH pair and then uh, take the LP token uh, on your staking pool in order that our user will be able to earn uh, the Index Cop uh, staking reward and so have. Uh, a greater APY. Okay, that's interesting too. Uh, one more question uh, that, that I'm seeing in the chat here is related to an, a UI update for Polygon. I haven't been on the uh, Impermax uh, Polygon interface, but uh, are there any plans for a, a user interface update uh, on Polygon? So uh, I'm trying to understand the like uh, more in particular what uh, what is asking the question because basically we are working on a lot of UI updates right now but not specifically on Polygon. I mean we uh, will will post uh, a UI update that will uh, affect uh, um, the user interface on all networks. Okay, no, I, I think that that's good. That that answers uh, the question. Uh, one final question, uh, and, and then we'll let you go. Um, where can people go to learn more about you and uh, Impermax? So I think the best resource is our blog on Medium. And uh, there we have a lot of very interesting articles that explain a lot of things about uh, Impermax uh, in a very simple way. So I think that's the, the best uh, place to check out if you want to read some good quality articles in order understand better what the protocol is about and uh, if you really want to go into the technical details of the protocol then you can check out uh, our white paper that explain uh, 
basically everything about the architecture and the technical details of Impermax. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for joining us today on Conversations with the Co-op, Simone. Hopefully we can get you back on sometime in the future. And uh, good luck with Impermax. I think it's an incredible protocol, and I think the ability to leverage LP tokens is pretty great. So, all right. Well, this concludes Conversations with the Co-op. Uh, the next one will be Monday, and we will have Stani from Ave with us. So look for that on Twitter. Thanks, everyone. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks a lot. Bye.